2: Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas.
3: It's You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. This is uh, normally a part of the show where they bring it up, Jake, but we can't really do that here. We got a lot going on. Um, I think the new bit this week on the show might be, we'll get to the prop sheet coming up next, or (laughs) Or, or we'll keep welcoming badass guests. Or we have a lot of friends who uh, come by all the time. And outsourcing the work, which we absolutely love to do here on You Better You Bet. But just one housekeeping note. Final segment for us today on Stadium. So if you're watching the show on Stadium, A, we appreciate you. B, get your ass over to Twitch at the end of this segment. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL for the power hour, the final hour of the show, where we'll give you all our bets for tonight. And we will be joined as well by our good friend Femi Ababafei, who is standing by right now. Uh, You better, you bet, like family member, like great host uh, with our friends over at VEASAN. Femi will join us coming up next hour. But right now, how great is this? You know what's better than one segment? Too is the answer. With the whale capper, Drew (laughs) Densick is back with us here for a second segment. And joining us as well is Drew's podcast partner.
2: First time on the show, right?
3: Is it your first time on the show? show? I I believe it's my first time on the show. Honestly, like long overdue. So, whales podcast partner. Kind of embarrassing
2: on our part. Whales
3: video. Well, I mean, like. Whale. We have
2: whale on every whales single on, Monday. Whale on every week. Yeah. So
3: like, but yes, it's
2: like the yes, it Rain shine.
3: It and, is great to welcome to the program. Making is you better, you bet. Debut long, uh, long uh, overdue. Jay Croucher joins us here on the show, NBC Sports betting analyst, along with whale. Uh, Jay, welcome to you better. Look bet. at How's the four of This man. is like,
2: this is quite a crew. <laughs> this, yes. is,
3: this is pretty incredible.
0: Good work, man. This unbelievable.
2: How much? How
3: Three sharp <laughs> betters and an idiot is what we call
2: this. <laughs> how much NBA award equity in the markets is just tied up in these in the people sitting up here? Yes. 65 like a, and Femi yeah. over here too. Femi's driving across the border to Arizona to fire stuff. In. Yeah, one Ridiculous. ill-timed
1: group full, uh would be a great result. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Course. Jade, we uh we got a thought from Whale on the Super Bowl. Obviously, if we want to do a ton of NBA too, but do you have a thought on the game? Whale kind of leaning a little more and San Francisco. Should, should, I
3: just, should I just leave when we do that? The no, part? <laughs> you don't get to leave. With-
2: NFL honors, uh, yeah, our success rate is going to be the same on those. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. So,
1: uh, you have a thought on the game, Jay? Niners, uh, Niners and Chiefs? I mean, I think I'm leaning more towards the Niners like Drew is. And I think the, the thing that I come back to is that if you are on the Chiefs, I think that the idea is two things one, that it's Patrick Mahomes, and then two, that the Niners have a really bad run defense. It's like, They don't really correlate those two ideas, right? Because if you're taking the Niners' run defense, you're taking the ball out of Mahomes' hands. I also think there are elements where the Niners' defense looked bad against Detroit and Green Bay because the Niners' defense, like the Dallas defense, is really contingent on getting quick pressure with guys like Bosa, and I don't think the Chiefs' tackles are as good as the tackles uh, on Detroit and Green Bay. So I think the Niners' defense will look a little bit better. I just don't know if Brock Purdy is going to completely implode. And that's the thing, is that I know that Mahomes is not going to implode. I think the Purdy will be fine, and he'll be in advantageous play positions, given that they should be able to run the ball against Kansas City. But there is the chance that he could just melt, because he melted against Baltimore. He melted in the first half against Green Bay, and that would be the concern.
3: Be honest. How much do American women love you for your accent? <laughs>
1: Well, I married a Swedish woman before I came here, so I never wow. found out. Nick.
3: No, but like, <laughs> it seems no, like you're no, still no, winning. I know, Jay, you married. That's, answer the question.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's right. Yeah, people don't. Uh, it's it's actually a problem because when I like, because I'm overall,
3: heterosexual and I'm sitting here, man. <laughs> like, you, hear the, you hear this guy's accent, man.
1: Is Brock Birdie going to implode? <laughs> uh,
3: yeah.
1: Implosion.
3: Yeah. So, so yeah, man. Don't tell us about it.
1: Well, the problem is, is that during COVID in particular, where I'd be wearing a mask to go with my silly oh, what? voice. Oh, well, what?
3: would you be wearing? Oh, don't. <laughs> <on> everyone
1: not <laughs> everyone. I'd be wearing a massive mask yeah. uh, and... Already, people don't really understand. Where do what Muslims I'm pray? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They play it a mask. <laughs> you know. right, yeah. uh, but no, no one could understand anything that I was saying for like a good twenty-four months. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, uh, it gets a better reception.
2: I like how I'm like, who do you like in the game? And Nick's like, when when women talk to you <laughs> yeah. and like mask and, and mosque. Mosque. It's, it's Like,
3: listen to the guys why We're just going to ignore that. Yeah, like, no, I don't,
2: I totally understand. Uh, for both of you, just I think people know this. They watch us all the time and watch you guys. We've been a lot of awards. Yeah. W- Wales Discord. I think hates me <laughs> and maybe hates Jay too. I don't really know, but like we like to bet a lot of awards. Jay has been really helpful for me. Give me a ton of advice on stuff, which I really appreciate. So for both of you, like MB injury gets announced today in kind of more detail. Yeah. Like we, we know he's not going to win most valuable player and the markets already adjusted for that. So Jokic is already a minus favorite SGA second. Now there's kind of like a pretty big gap. Giannis, Luca, Luca, There's a Jalen Brunson fun fifty to one case, but like I don't know if it's going to happen for both of you and whoever can go first if they want to in like a minute. Who do you think is going to win NBA Most Valuable Player?
0: Oh man, I think there's a case for you know definitely scope for um, Jokic to fumble the bag. I guess that's kind of where my head is at. Like, so not
2: Jokic. That's kind of your well, no,
0: just that just the market seems like that they've it's 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 a done deal, and I I I very much disagree with that. Uh, Okay, a lot a lot of a lot of games left here, guys. Sure, Uh, and I mean honestly, like. You know the step back in terms of just wins by the Nuggets and the fact that they could be the four seed, they could be the five seed, though. For all we know, like the fact that they're just the team success isn't quite there. Um, I think that keeps the door wide open for a guy like SGA to storm through. That's a novelty, it's a novel name to, to throw into the into the discourse, right? Because you know he was he was top five, he got votes last year, sure. but people are going to be kind of ooh, shiny new thing to talk about. Ooh, SGA MVP, I like this. Like that, you know, that's definitely uh, you know there's latitude there and. Um, you know, I, I, in the immediate aftermath of, you know, getting hurt, I fired on uh, Giannis because I didn't have any. And, you know, he's, he is kind of peaking at the right time of the year uh, to be able to, you know, steal some credit. Now, that said, like, the yeah. Bucks aren't playing very well. No, I <laughs> and, was going to say like, like you still probably, think you can win? They're yeah, probably well- not going to run down the uh, you know the, the one seed here. So uh, it's pro- it's you know it's most likely it's a it's SGA versus Jokic. But um, you know, I mean, you know, I, I think in general um, the market being so sure this early about uh, Jokic is, is a mistake. Sure.
1: Yep. I think that the way I'd frame the market is, one, I think only one of three guys is going to win. I don't buy Don Cicci's, what, the team's 26 and 23? Yeah, they're bad. Yep. And his advanced stat case doesn't even hold up to the other three guys. So I think there are worlds where he could win, but it's like a 2% chance type of thing. And so I think it'll be one of the top three. I don't think that Brunson or Kawhi or Tatum, I don't really see a lane for any of them that's realistic. So I think it's those top three. And I agree with Drew that I don't think this is done for Jokic at all. Jokic was like negative five against the Portland Trailblazers in Denver last night. Like there are just games where he coasts he coasted for a full month in December, and I think as well that a lot of his MVP production in his MVP years came when Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Murray were either out or compromised. And I think that when those two guys are healthy like they are now, I just think his scoring just it does, it just doesn't need to score at the same levels. Uh, so I think that Jokic, while he can obviously win and he should be, I think, a kind of co-favorite, uh, I don't think that he is home by any stretch. I'm a bit concerned that it seems like OKC hitting the wall a little bit, Uh, but I think that Giannis, and it's uninspiring because the team is so uninspiring, but with Giannis, he's quietly been out of his mind this season. Like He is having his best year of his career outside of 1920 when he did the MVP DPOY double, and I think the thing with him is that he's not in the discussion at the moment, but the discussion can change pretty quickly, and what matters at the moment is that you are accumulating a case, and he's accumulating a case, and the thing with Giannis too is that he, I think, believe he has eight national TV games between like February twenty-five and that's March wild. twenty-five. Yeah. And so that, like if he just goes off, if he just destroys Boston by himself, then all of a sudden everyone wakes up and is like, oh, actually Giannis has an amazing case and OKC hit the wall, and Jokic is coasting in the top two seeds in the West are the Clippers and the T-Wolves. Like I think there is absolutely a path for Giannis. So I think that Jokic and SGA should be a bit tighter together. I would have Giannis third favorite and I wouldn't have him in the same tier as those two guys. But I mean he's like, I think eight to one, ten to one in the yep. market. I think that's still too big.
3: You better, you better hear it. Nick and Ken here on a Monday live from the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay. I'm joined by the entire team of the NBC Sports Edge here, our pal Jay Croucher and our pal Whale Capper. And no masks. Nobody wearing any masks. No one wearing any <laughs> masks. Uh, the Whale Capper. Drew Dinsick joining us here on the show. You guys want to play a little uh, lightning round, round award market roulette here? Absolutely. So yeah. here's how this I, is going to go. I
2: love everything about this. Jay's
3: going to go first. Whale's going to go second. I'm going to give you an NBA award market. You're going to give us 30 seconds each, and we're going to put a hard 30 seconds on the clock. And what I mean is I'm going to interrupt you <laughs> if you go over. Uh, six <laughs> man I got the timer of, up right here. Six man of the year. Jay, first word to you. Tim Hardaway Jr. at MGM, a minus 115 favorite. Malik Monk, Jordan Clarks, and Norman Powell behind him. Your bet or favorite, Thought right now on Sixth Man of the Year. 30 seconds, go.
1: Norman Powell's my bet at the moment. He's in the 16-to-1 type of range. He has, he's been averaging like 14.5 points per game for two months now. The key thing is last night with the Clippers at full strength, he closed the game. He played 28 minutes. Russ only played 15 minutes. Powell is going to emerge as their guy. He's going to have like a Malcolm Brogdon light case. I think he's going to average 14 points per game. Amazing efficiency on a potential one seed. I think that can win the market in a weak field. Drew
3: yeah, great.
1: No, I strongly
0: agree. I think Tim Hardway is a false favorite
3: uh nba coach of the year mark daniel as i call him the favorite at plus at 140. <laughs> nick loves that I by just the way. Think, like, he doesn't
0: think he should know
3: like yeah. is just stupid for like daniel should be the pronunciation just of his quick name. question
1: for you nick how does it go with women in america when you say daniel uh, <laughs> <laughs> imagine like <that> it's amazing <laughs>
3: they like it more than dagnolts <laughs> yeah, i can right. tell you that
1: what's up i'm nick,
2: okay, How's nick it going? here
3: <laughs> daniel there's some like, a, a, a little mysteriousness yeah, there. a little wine. mystery with, yeah. uh, with daniel should be a sommelier uh jay first word to you coach of the year daniel the favorite who do you got
1: I'm beginning to think that Ty Lue should just be the favorite in this market. Uh, And he is, uh, what is he, like plus 650 at the moment, (laughs) just the third favorite. I think the fact that everyone hated the Harden trade so much, say 95% of people in the NBA space just lambasted that trade. And I think that to rationalize it to themselves, people are going to have to be like, oh, Ty Lue did an amazing job. The way that he has reduced Westbrook's minutes, put him on the bench and kept him engaged, the way he's integrated Harden, I think he has more narrative than... Daniel Dagnote because Dagnote's got an MVP
0: candidate on his him. team. So I think, yeah. Ty Lue, I think Tyloo. I think Tyloo should possibly just be the favorite in this oh, market.
3: Dinsick, 30 seconds. Yeah,
0: you got to rename this segment to just talk your book. Because <laughs> I have him there too. Like Tyloo, like I got Tylu a big price. I think uh he's done a tremendous job and I think the Clippers are for real.
3: Jay favorite Super Bowl prop in 30 seconds.
0: Uh, favorite Super
1: Bowl problem. I think that Isaiah Pacheco just can't be set at 66 and a half rushing yards. I think it's just too low. This guy has been approaching 20 carries a game against a team in San Francisco that has a really poor rushing defense. Uh, don't mind if you're going to have a long shot for Super Bowl MVP. I think Pacheco is the the best answer there. But sixty-six oh, and a half. was my
3: answer also. How yeah. about that? Oh, sixty-six about six and a half
1: and a half is too low. I, All right,
2: I got time for one more. I, I want to do like every NBA award market, but uh, I guess some of them are dead already. 30 seconds. Who's going to win the NBA title? Jay and I might have some side action on this. Jay, you can go first if you want.
1: I think the Boston Celtics are the most likely team Please to do don't. it. The way that uh, that I price out this market round by round, I think they should be more like plus two twenty, uh, plus two twenty than the plus three hundred price they are at the moment. I just think like who is beating them in the East? Because the the Sixers seem dead. The yeah. Embiid is Milwaukee, done. No. Milwaukee are awful. The second best team in the East might be the New York Knicks yeah. at yeah. the moment. So I just think when you look at path, and I get the Denver are terrifying, but Denver's unlikely to make the NBA Finals, and if they do, Celtics would have home court. So I think the Boston, and they're in a bit of a slide at the moment, but. Uh, I think they'll be fine, uh, and I just think their path is so much easier than the, the Nuggets or the Clippers. Sure.
3: All right, we got like uh, 15 seconds here. What promote what you guys have got coming up? I know you guys did some content today for NBC.
1: Yep. So we'll both be on. We're on Radio Row all week. Uh, Bet the Edge. Uh, download it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm also doing the Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Barry. We'll be Radio Row. Uh, every day this week.
3: Yeah, they're, they're, honestly, the guys have been killing it here. So yeah. make sure you check out NBC's betting coverage with Jay, with Whale. Jay mentioned Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Barry and Connor Rogers. You guys do an awesome job. We sincerely
2: appreciate
1: it. This was a real pleasure. This, this was this, this great.
3: Was awesome. Thank yeah. you, guys. Uh, this was awesome. Best of luck on the bets. Enjoy yeah. Las Vegas. We look forward to doing this soon.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having us. And, of course, like anyone can... You can find super bowl coverage anywhere you're not going to get any any better and that doesn't
3: twitch.tv backslash (laughs) betql if you're watching on stadium final hour power hour next
0: have you heard of nordic knots
3: the scandinavian rug company that has become the insider brand gracing some of the most beautiful homes around the world with rug designs by some of the world's leading designers and a signature collection of wool and jute rugs in modern colors But Nordic Knots is not just about great design. Their mission is to make quality rugs that last, with no compromises. Goodweave certified handmade pieces woven in all natural materials. At nordicknots.com, it's easy to find a rug that's just right. A curated collection in lots of colors and sizes to choose from. Even custom sizes are possible. So, whether you're the type who loves the understated elegance of their luxury essentials or the bold statements from their top designer collaborations, you can't really go wrong. Oh, and don't tell anyone, but right now, you can get a free sample with the code INNERCIRCLE. NordicKnots.com